What's up guys, Nabil Khan here and today we're going to be talking about the seven red flags in your personal finance guys, the problem areas that exist in your life with money. And in light of what we're facing right now as a nation guys, what a better time. The silver lining is that we actually can spend time addressing these problems. So in this video I'm going to help you guys narrow down where those problems exist, help you understand why and tell you how you can start working on fixing those problems. Seven red flags in your life with money up next. Hey guys, welcome back to Money Talks and if you're here for the first time, thanks for being here guys. Smash that subscribe button and send us some love by liking this video. So before we get into it guys, I want us to all realize the gravity of the situation that we're facing. 21 days of lockdown here in this country, we've seen it around the world. People have already been in lockdown for a period of weeks now. And what's come of that is actually amazing. Humanity has found this way to be together on social media, on different platforms and spend more time with their families. Just overall positive behavior. Now, if you can spend a bit of this time addressing your financial health, guys, and you choose to actively participate in bettering your understanding, your knowledge, and your execution towards your financial plan, guys, then you are on your way to a better financial future, no matter where you are today. So let's get straight into it, guys. What are the seven red flags in your personal finance that can derail your entire financial plan? And stay to the end of this video to hear the recap and what you can do to address these red flags. Red flag number one is you don't have an emergency fund. Now guys, this might seem obvious in hindsight in light of the times, have a pool of money that you have access to in case of emergency. But the thing is, a lot of people hide behind reasons, excuses, things they tell themselves and never actually end up building up an emergency fund. Like the promise of future earnings. Guys, you might have heard people say this, when I get my bonus, I'll put it towards my emergency fund. Or when I earn more money, I'll start saving. Or you might have heard people saying, I did start saving and I built up a decent amount of savings, but then I had to put a deposit towards that place. Some people might even be saying, you know, I actually do have an emergency fund. It's just locked away and tied up in that investment. No guys, these are all red flags. An emergency fund is a separate pool of money that is not invested in aggressive markets that you have access to in case of emergency. In case you get laid off in a lockdown, in case you find out you're pregnant in a lockdown, in case you've spent your entire paycheck preparing for a lockdown, in case you need to fund debt repayments of a loan that you took to fund and continue to run your business in a lockdown environment, in case your bored children tear your house down in a lockdown. The reality is guys that the three to six months to one year's worth of expenses that is required or recommended to build up an emergency fund is a very hard thing to do, especially when life happens. But the thing is that life is always going to happen. It's always going to move on. And the sooner that you realize this, the sooner you'll be moving forward in your journey to living on your own terms, because the longer that you don't have an emergency fund, the longer you'll be on the back foot financially. Red flag number two, guys, you have no idea how much you make every month or how much you spend every month. Yes, a lot of people out there don't even know how much money is coming into their lives, let alone the expenses. These are huge red flags. Here's a test to see if you're on track with this one. How much are your total debit orders per month to the nearest hundred rand? 
what is your allowance for variable expenses guys we know it goes up and down so you at least know what the average is per month that you give yourself an allowance to spend right how much were your last two big purchases and how much did you spend on your last holiday or event to the nearest thousand rand guys understanding how cash is flowing in our lives monthly and yearly is the basis of everything guys it might seem boring or unnecessary or hard to keep track of and keep up to date with but the number one reason why people are struggling in personal finance is not an income problem it's an accountability problem so the sooner you get on building your understanding of how cash is flowing into and out of your life the better off you'll be in your financial health red flag number three you have no insurance or you don't have an understanding of your insurance Guys, the only time that you don't need insurance is if you have nothing to protect and you plan on having nothing to protect. So how many of you suit that description? And if you do have insurance, how well do you understand it? Here's a test to see if you're on point with this one. Can you explain why you have life insurance? Do you know if it's enough to cover estate taxes, costs, fees, let alone your debts? Do you know how much you're going to get paid if you're off work due to illness? Are you on a tiered benefit payout structure? Does your insurance structure have any waiting periods? Do you know why these things were set up the way they were when you bought that product? Guys, it's a major red flag if your answer is I don't know or if your answer is somebody else is taking care of it and I'm not sure what's going on. And if you haven't looked at this in a while, guys, because your estate, your debts, your assets, your risks are always changing. And if you're not clued up on your insurance, guys, how do you even know if you have the right setup? I mean, I had a conversation with a large insurer the other day and they said that they can't set up a direct sell to public in light of these times when there's so much risk of infection that you can't even get your underwriting of your insurance. They said they don't have a direct line. You have to see one of their product specialists because their product is so complicated that you'll never be able to buy it. So again, how well do you understand your insurance product, let alone how much you need versus how much you have? And I can't stop saying this enough, guys. Insurance is a sales-driven industry, and there are a lot of sales that happen for the wrong reasons, especially when times are bad, when people are looking towards becoming more protected. And the question is, how well do you know your product or what you're buying? So the sooner you can get that understanding for yourself, the sooner you can take comfort in your decisions that you make around your insurance because you'll know what you need to know and you'll understand why you are protected. Red flag number four is you've ignored your partner. Doesn't this make logical sense, guys? I mean, if you have a partner and you happen to be the more financially savvy one, where did we come up with this notion as a society that you need to keep your partner in the dark? I mean, think about the risks, guys. There's so many, but if something happens to your partner, what is the implication in financial burden to the household expenses in terms of time and duties? Did you know that one of the biggest concerns of household spouses is the uncertainty of income in the event of the breadwinner's death and the management of money and finances in that household moving forward in life. Simple things, guys, like not even knowing where to pay bills or even how to pay those bills and just overall, how do you manage this household and keep it afloat? Not only that, but financial literacy, guys, we know it's a big problem, was not taught to us in schools, but this problem right here is a classic example of it not even being taught to us within our households. Guys, I can go on this one for a while, but the point is that a partnership or marriage is a team effort, and the sooner that you can act that way in your personal finance, the easier it will become over time and the faster you'll get to your destination of living life on your own terms, and there's so many more positives with regards to teaching your kids about finance and talking about money in the household. 
Red flag number five, guys, you have no specific strategy for your investments. Here's the thing, investing money and having a proper strategy isn't rocket science if you know how to approach it or if you're working with someone that knows what they're doing. However, a lot of people have financial products, but whether those products are good or relevant to their plan is a completely different story. So here's a test to see if you're on point with this one. Do you know what products form part of your long-term investment plan? Do you know what accounts you should use for liquid investments? Can you identify a good property investment? And can you tell me what the risk is of investing in a money market account with fixed interest for the next 10 years? These are basic questions, guys, that everyone should be able to answer. And if you can't answer them, then that's a red flag, guys. Because how are you currently prepared to be making solid investment decisions over the years to come? Red flag number six, you don't have a will or you haven't updated one in a while. Guys, I know you still have to get down to doing it. I get it, you and 70% of the population whose wishes on their death with regards to their wealth come secondary to other things, right? Guys, red flags, on to number seven. You don't have one solid person to turn to for financial advice. It's human nature, guys. We can't accomplish anything in our life on our own, which is why we rely on the support of others. That being said, when it comes to money, who do you turn to? Now, financial planning, financial advice is a service that was born in a sales-driven environment. And up to this day, you still get advisors that sell a product linked to the advice that they give. But this isn't the red flag, guys. The red flag is in you missing the point of a financial advisor in your life, guys. Someone that you turn to for advice around money. Someone that you turn to to help you build a plan with money. Extending from education to cash flow planning to estate planning to retirement planning to investment planning to the emotional and behavioral aspects around money. Not only when you want to purchase a financial product, guys. Now, if you don't make an effort to participate with that person in your life, guys, this is a red flag. Because the reality is as much as personal finance and financial literacy is something that we all wish was taught to us, it wasn't. And so the only way this changes is if we take the steps to learn and participate in our own hands because our success is ultimately dependent on us. And there you have it, guys. So if you've identified some red flags, here's how you can go on about spending time fixing them. So if your red flags were identified in emergency fund or understanding your cash flows, then go watch this video. I go into detail of how you can address that, understand it, and the steps towards building an emergency fund, as well as the opportunities in this current environment. So go check out that video. So if your red flag is in speaking to your spouse, the beginning of that conversation is as easy as when you want to start it. Gather all your financial documents and sit down with your spouse, sit down with your kids if you must, and talk about these things and have a good laugh about how you also might not know what's going on in these things. And it's a hugely fun, positive, healthy exercise for the family. And this includes your will, guys. I encourage the behavior of sitting down once a year or when you update your will and read out your will with your spouse and your family around so that they can not only understand the importance of having a will and the purpose of a will in an entire financial plan, but also so that they are prepared when the time comes of what needs to happen. Guys, practicing this keeps the whole family grounded. It keeps everyone present to the realities of life and it's a very healthy exercise. And lastly, if you have a red flag in your insurance or investment strategy, then what you should be doing is scheduling time right now with the person that sold you your financial advisor, the person that you actually turn to for money and seek to understand. 
ask a lot of questions. The whole point of that person is to educate you not only about financial products, but about your decisions and your behaviors. And if you don't have someone like that, guys, this is what we do here on the channel. Get real in the conversation about money for you to build the right mindsets, habits, education in your life to living on your own terms, your journey to financial freedom. So if you need help or perspective, then reach out. I'm here for you if you promise to be here for yourself, especially in these times. You are not alone. I'll leave my email in the description below. Reach out if you need some help. And on that note, thanks for watching, guys. Go check out some of the other videos on the channel to help you deal with those red flags and help build your perspective around money. Let's all stay positive and grateful for the time that we have to explore ourselves and reset our perspective of the world. And let me know what you thought about this video in the comments below, guys. I will respond to your comments. It's always fun engaging with the community. Hit that subscribe button, share this video, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.